Who are you? No one there. It's a language, all right. It's English. What do you mean, English? That's English in reverse. Listen. Give us time. Let her die. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, a podcast with four friends reviewing movies that you absolutely should have already seen. And I am Zach. Welcome to season two, Spooktober, boys. Spooktober's back. Good to be back. The Oct still out. Still the Oct out. is out. Yeah, it's never coming back. Never. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to look at that this month ever again the same way. Like whenever I like write checks because that's a still thing that's still a thing that you people still do, do. That? yeah yeah uh-huh i always i always mess up and yeah. i write spook one and then the year do I they ever account. ask you like where's the oct and i'm like no the oct is out hmm. it's spooked over does baby. it like blow their minds yeah oh yeah every time they're like they their jaws hit the floor and they're they're just stunned yeah i feel like we need to just do a a, a doge meme and just say much spook <laughs> much spook <laughs> yeah I think we can make that happen. Yeah, much yeah. spook, such wow. I uh, I buy such I buy oct. a calendar. <laughs> yeah, that'll be real timely. <laughs> <laughs> real time. Well, I mean, it kind of is. Doge memes again. are so so in right now. The Doge memes have never gone out. <laughs> Doge memes have been in since 2013. Yeah, and Dogecoin's going to the moon still. So yeah, <laughs> maybe do you still do you still have Dogecoin? No, I sold it a loss, but oh. I sold it the highest it's been since <laughs> the loss. Yeah, I lost a couple hundred. Jake bucks. invested after it peaked. Well, here's the thing: is like I I bought into the the Saturday Night Live yeah. Elon Musk hype because got like it. and yeah. then and then I, I threw some money in and I lost some money. I've got I've got some Dogecoin. Do you? Yeah. You're still holding it? What do you, what do yeah. you got? Because I, I forget I have it. Oh. I couldn't tell you right now because I forget. I never check it. I only have one crypto. I bought when it was pretty low, though. So I know that I'm, You're I'm up. up. Yeah. Nice. I tried to buy Doge at uh, a half a cent. Oh, yeah. But that I was failed. around the time that you bought it. Probably. Yeah. yeah got I got all the way up to like early. 70 cents at one point. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't buy a ton. I only put like 100 bucks in. But it does. It, we're not here to talk about cryptocurrencies this is yeah. a so. financial podcast now yeah yeah and you didn't get the memo and we are for, without a doubt giving financial advice right yes mm-hmm. oh yeah, this yeah. is legal counsel yeah officially invest in doge invest right now and i'm telling you right now in 50 years dogecoin to the moon i wonder if our spooktober doge memes is going to be like what gets it to the moon for the record this is not financial counsel <laughs> and we are not giving legal advice if you have a life savings, take it out and buy Doge. <laughs> See, because the, the thing about Doge is that they can just keep making more of it. So, like, it's always going to go up because you just make more and then you have more. And, and then there's more of it. And so it's worth more. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. If to you me. have more of it, then it's going to get closer to the moon. <laughs> like, if you just start stacking all the Doge coins on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll eventually get to Because it's a real coin, right? Because that's what I <laughs> yeah. bought. Yeah. I went to some, some guy. 
outside my bank. And I said, hey, can you get me some Doge? And then he said, yeah, man. And he just handed me a bag full of it. Yeah, that's what I did with uh, um, Bitcoin, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all that is to say, uh, much spook, such exorcist. Much spook, such exorcist. That's the official tagline, I think, of that movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Did the exorcist pioneer Doge memes? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) They did, yeah. The poster just is like... Wow, much spook. <laughs> no, very it, demon. Yeah, but at the time it was like like that was like cool. That was aesthetic. Yeah, they and over time it's become kind of more of a meme. I they, see. They yeah. didn't pioneer Dogecoin memes. Dogecoin memes are just ripping off the Exorcist. Yeah, because that's the joke. No, just the Doge meme itself. The reason yeah. the box office in this movie, which we haven't said yet, is so big, is because everyone bought it in Dogecoin and oh. it's gone up since then. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. So anyway, we're kicking off Spooktober with The Exorcist. Zach, this was your nomination. This was my nomination, yeah. Well, why? Uh, Pray tell. After coming off of a Spooktober that included the likes of Young Frankenstein and <laughs> and Child's Play. <laughs> those are both huge movies. And Halloween. <laughs> why The Exorcist? You know, I because I didn't do anything different. I still picked a movie I had never seen before. Oh, you had never seen this? No, I'd never seen it before. Oh, okay. I still picked a movie that I had never seen that's regarded as one of the best horror movies of all time. Yeah. Just like Halloween was. Yeah. So, I I mean, I didn't change my approach to this at all. Interesting. But I feel like this time it paid off better, at least, than it did last year. I Um, I would agree. I picked this. So, specifically, I picked The Exorcist because this was the movie growing up. Uh, that my dad would always say was the scariest movie he'd ever seen. Mm. And so it's kind of always been in the back of my mind, like, oh, maybe, like, I got to watch that to see, you know. Um, I think when I was younger, I actually thought there'd be a chance it might scare me, and I, I had a feeling that this wouldn't be very scary. Um, but I also read the book earlier this year and really liked it, and so I just figured it'd be a good movie. And, I mean, it is regarded as one of the best horror movies of all time. Um, so it definitely feels like a spooky movie that you should have seen. Yeah. Tyler, had you seen this before? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, to be honest, I don't think I had seen it all the way through. I thought that I had, but there were parts of this that I really don't remember at all. Cause I had seen scenes from this cause of how iconic it is. Right. I had never actually seen the movie. I think that I had, I'd remembered much of it, but not all of it. Mm. So I, I think I had seen it once all the way through, but it was a long time ago. It was probably, I was probably 17 or so, mm-hmm. 17 or 18. So it, I don't remember sitting down and watching it. I just remembered that I'd seen it. Um, so it was probably at some like Halloween party and I like half watched it kind of a thing. Um, but Scott, do you want to hit us with some of the, some of the facts about this before we jump too far into it? I will. I don't know if I'm going to say the names right, uh, but this was directed by William Friedkin, um, and then it was written by... William Peter Blady. I can't see it because you're hovering over it and your name's on it. So you can't I, see it at the bottom of the screen? No. In the Google oh, Doc there, there it is. for there it the is. listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very audio-friendly two episodes in a row. <laughs> hey, you know, we do what we got to do. It uh, released December 26, 1973. Uh, has a runtime of 122 minutes. The other guys gave this an 83%, and IMDb gave it an 8. Uh, this is really impressive. Box office of $441 million in $1973, with a budget of $11 million. It uh, So that, just for reference, not even adjusted for inflation, it is our highest box office movie since Wally. 
Yeah. Wow. It's, it's in our it's in our top for sure. Yeah. But adjusted for inflation, it's Warner Brothers' highest grossing movie that they've ever made. Of all time, yeah. yeah. Adjusted for inflation, it's like $2 billion or something. Adjusted for wow. inflation, it's also the highest grossing rated R movie of all time. And adjusted for inflation, it's the ninth uh, highest grossing movie of all time. What's that adjusted to Doge? Uh, it's the best. Much. Okay. <laughs> much. Much Much inflation, very well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, it also won uh, two awards, uh, B- Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound, and then it lost in uh, Best Picture, Best Lead Actress for Ellen Bierston, Best Supporting Actor by Jason Miller, uh, Best Supporting Actress Linda Blair, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Set Design, and Best Editing. So lots of nominations. It was the first horror movie to ever be uh, nominated for Best Picture. And I was reading some trivia. Um, one, Jason Miller. It's, it's Miller, right? I think yeah. it's Jason Miller. Jason Miller. Who played Dr. Karras. It was his film debut. It was the first movie he had ever been in. Wow. Um, and there was a little bit of controversy around Linda Blair being nominated because uh, originally, I think her name was like something McCambridge. The actress who voiced the demon did not want to be credited for the role. So oh. they didn't credit her. So they credited Linda Blair for solely for the project, and then when she got nominated, McCambridge then wanted credit, <laughs> and but the Academy couldn't take it back at that point, right? But because of that controversy, I read that it kind of hurt Blair's chances of winning. Oh, and interesting. So kind of, and, and I, I think because the Academy didn't want to give it, and then you know have that pushback of. Well, it was it half fair. Mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they just gave it to someone else. I will say she did a phenomenal job as a child actor. Oh, I was just, I'm glad you said that because it's like, I think she was very much deserving of this. Just the physical acting involved totally. was impressive. Well, and even her like vo- voice work, I, granted, I don't know how many takes they took and all that kind of stuff, but like all of the noises and all the voices and everything were very well scripted. Like her mouth was moving very well with them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because it wasn't her saying those things. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. I wonder, like, just from a, a technical standpoint, like, when they're shooting the scenes, is she just, do like, making noises and they're just pulling that out later? And she's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's called something, it's it's something called ADR. Um, so anytime you ever hear that phrase, this is what they're referring to. And it actually happens a ton in movies, mm-hmm. uh, not just in voiceover stuff, but, like, when... They go to the edit and that particular take like a train horn is in the background. Um, They'll actually bring uh, the actor back in to re-record that line and they'll just dub it in. Oh, It, it happens in almost every single movie. Almost every movie has ADR. And actually you see it a lot in movies and TV shows um, where a line needs to get changed because it was like, a little inappropriate or it didn't make sense or they needed to add something. And you'll sort of notice that like the, their mouth doesn't fully line up with what they just said. That's from ADR or it like cuts and it's not, you don't see their mouth while they're saying that or something. Yeah. Right. Like it just cuts to like them talking off camera. That's all because of ADR. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, basically they, the girl would have had to make noises and act for the purpose of the other actors uh-huh. Um, to get their lines and everything like that. So that little girl presumably had to say all of this awful stuff that we heard in this movie, this 12-year-old girl. Yeah. 
and back to the box office too. This is our third best ROI. Uh, in the number two spot is Jake's pick at Napoleon Dynamite. Well done, one done, well done there, Jake. Just a man of the people. And then the, the number one spot was actually Spooktober Year One from you again, Zach. With yeah, Halloween. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not that surprising to me, cause, like, because I feel like, ho- like, uh, not Halloween, scary movies. I feel like you hear about a lot of them that are like very low budget, but people love them. And like, like there's so many people I know they're like, oh, I love horror movies. Yeah. They'll just flock to the theater for it. Yeah. I guess I didn't mean like crazy considering the movie. It's just kind of crazy that like I, I could have picked a lot of other different like super well-renowned horror movies and I just happened to pick these two. And they ended up having amazing ROIs. I just feel like a lot, like you could have picked a lot of horror movies that probably would have also had that. Is what I was saying. True. I think the thing that's fascinating about this to me, though, is because, I mean, Halloween had a good ROI, but it, it still only made $70 million in the box office, which isn't really that exciting of a, of a box office number. But $411 million in 1973 blows my mind. Uh, that's a lot of Dogecoin. Yeah. And also Halloween was in 78. So this was bef- before yeah. Halloween. Yeah, but Halloween was like an indie movie. It was. It only cost 300000 to make. Um, but I think like part of that we were talking about, I think like some counties in the UK like straight up banned this movie and like people were like taking bus yeah, rides to go uh, this to was I, like, I was thinking while we were watching this movie, like I so wish that I could have seen this in theaters back then. It sounds like it would have been insane. Well, and especially just with the sensibility of the time. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like just like like there were like we were watching this and and we were laughing at some scenes. Um, you know, cuz it, it's dated. Uh and our horror movies today like make this look tame. Yeah. Uh but you know, like thinking about this in the context of even Halloween, like this was in oh yeah like this there were some scenes where i was just like geez it, halloween never evokes well that and there was a lot of from still like practical stuff that i felt did hold up yeah like practical effects yeah. kind of a thing oh yeah, yeah totally like a lot of it i thought was still really well done but even just reading some of the reactions from people like the fact that this did get banned in in some towns in the uk and mm-hmm. so that like people then would organize quote-unquote exorcist bus trips where buses would come and pick people up and take them to different towns where they where the movie was showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not only that, like I was reading in some theaters, like they would hire paramedics to be on site for people who would uh, like uh, faint or go into hysterics watching this movie. Like I, I read that at one point this guy fainted watching the movie and broke his jaw on the, uh, the seat in front of him. Like he just went out cold. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, like, there was another time where, because uh, we were reading that the um, angiogram was, for a lot of people, the most disturbing when she's getting that medical procedure, and there's the blood squirting out of her neck. It was for me. Yeah, honestly. for a lot of people at the time, that was the most disturbing scene, and I, I didn't tell you guys this beforehand, but there was a, a time where Ellen Burstyn was actually in the theater watching the movie, and a woman got up during that scene to walk out of the theater, and she into, she uh, Ellen could tell that she was really wobbly. And so she thought, oh, she's going to faint. And so she ran over, and the, the woman actually did end up fainting in Helen's, or I'm sorry, Ellen's arms. But then Ellen had the thought, 
she can't wake up and see me. Oh my god. She's going to flip the frick out. <laughs> like her, her exact wording was like, this woman's going to think she's in the twilight zone if she wakes up and sees me. Oh yeah. So then she called someone else over and had them be there on. And then like, I think Ellen went and got help or something like yeah. that. But like, it just sounds like this was such an insane movie to see at the time. And oh I, yeah. I think that that is got to be what played into how much money this movie made because you're like oh do you want to go see the movie that's illegal in the uk (laughs) and i have to call paramedics to the theater oh yeah the movie that like the the mpaa ended up giving it an r rating but there were some cities in america that just disregarded that and still gave it an x rating which Mm -hmm. i'm I, i wanted to bring that up first of all how uh like what a great like um, I don't think that marketing modern marketing really existed in in that way but that would have just been if I were on that marketing team that would have been the biggest win ever yeah that they oh, totally. that they gave it an X rating for two reasons one that's pretty hard you know what I mean yeah. like that, that's hard uh but two it's exorcist yeah the name I would yeah. have I would have made I would have wanted such, it to be an X. Oh yeah. I would have I would have made such a campaign out of that. But That's I wanted true. To, I didn't think about that. I wanted to bring that up because I gotta be honest with you, I didn't know that that was a real thing in movie theaters. I've I don't think I've ever seen or heard of a real X rated film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like cause above R, the only thing that we ever see in theaters today is NC seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and you're the, right. And that's just to say that like children are not allowed in this movie. Mm-hmm. But above NC-17 is X, and it's just like no I've, one today yeah. even like goes for that. I forgot that NC-17 was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that is kind of that's funny. Rare. It's kind of funny that they even jumped there. Just like, are you sure you don't want to just keep it NC-17? No, like, X. No X. This is like yeah. I don't even know what it would take to make an X movie today. Uh, clearly, this. Clearly, back in seventy three. Back in seventy three. If this released right now, it wouldn't be X. No. Oh, this would be PG thirteen. Yeah. Well, no. Maybe not for that many f words. It would be an R for for language. language, It would be R. There's some pretty crude stuff that that demon does. Yeah, that's true. And says. Yeah, and says. Yeah. Uh, but man, uh, like it's cool. Like I, I can say now, I've seen an X rated film. Yeah. Is that something you're like excited about? Oh yeah, man. It, it's my new Twitter bio. I wonder how many X-rated <laughs> films there are. It's pretty. It's pretty sad too that a lot of the dialogue that made this X back in '73 you can probably hear from twelve-year-olds on Fortnite and <laughs> in Call of Duty. <laughs> That's where they got it from. Was this movie? From the this movie corrupted society. This is it. So it, th- this movie corrupted society. It's and, the JP of movies and created Dogecoin. Yeah, this is a really important film to our for better and for worse so to this, our society. This movie is responsible for Elon Musk. Yep. Uh, Reagan <laughs> is like Elon Musk's Joker mom. Story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, little known fact. Reagan is Elon Musk's mom. That's crazy. So uh, just interesting, quick little like uh, like Google search. Uh, the Evil Dead from 1981, Sam Raimi's film, was also X-rated. Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. And... Uh, yeah, uh, there there were several. Midnight Cowboy, uh, nineteen sixty nine is a it's a Dustin Hoffman film that that apparently was rated X. Um, it's and, weird. What's like, the I, most and, recent? And one? a Clockwork Orange. 
uh, really? was X-rated, received a, an X rating. All movies apparently. that like I've heard of, I would I would have thought that these would be like I don't know movies that people didn't like see. You know? Yeah. No. Totally. Have you oh. guys seen Clockwork Orange? I have. Yeah. Is it good? I've uh, heard about it a lot, uh, but I've n- no. I have no. I mean, clue what it's it's, about. it's very good. It is. Uh, I'll never watch it again. Is it scary or just no, disturbing? Disturbing. It's, it's very disturbing, disturbing. Very dark. Just yeah. It's yeah. I, I always get it confused with the show Orange Is the New Black. Wow. <laughs> Very different. Yeah, I've never seen Clockwork Orange, but I know that that's weird. But Orange is the New Black is about like the women I don't, in prison, if, right? If, yeah, yeah, if you haven't seen either one, I think that that's... It has it's orange orange. Both. Yeah. To, to me, Clockwork Orange has such an infamous name as of something I never want to see. Yeah, uh, but Scott doesn't know stuff. Like, yeah, Scott doesn't know. I don't even know what Clockwork Orange means. I don't know. If I, I don't know, know what it means, means but I know it's I the name remember. of that movie. But how, like, how do... Yeah, how would you know, like, it's infamously, like, bad if you've never heard of it? Because really? uh, because everybody talks, I just feel like everybody's talked about, like, this is the movie. This is the movie that's just disturbing and awful. This is legitimately the first conversation I've ever had where Clockwork Orange has been brought I, up. I, I know would... for a fact that that's not true, but we can move on. <laughs> so, um, Scott, to answer your question, I've been trying to cut in to, to answer a question that we, we um, jumped over. I don't know what the most recent, I can't find necessarily the most recent X-rated film, but I have seen another X-rated film, apparently. Oh, yeah. I just didn't realize it was X-rated. It's uh, Steve McQueen's film before 12 Years a Slave called Shame, starring mm. Michael Fassbender. I love that movie. I think it's incredible. It's very intense, though. It's it's very uh, graphic. It tells the story of someone who was abused as a child and becomes addicted to sex. Mm. Um, and it's not like sexy like oh man these are such you know it's not mm-hmm. like that it's very dark and sad it's a very and dark intense. outlook on all those things yeah, yeah. Um, that's not you said steve mcqueen yes not not old man the new one there's a new steve mcqueen i had no idea he's he's, he's, Af- Af- he's british and uh Afri- well, no, i guess not african-american he's black because he's english so also not to be American. confused with lightning mcqueen <laughs> I confuse anybody named McQueen with Lightning McQueen. <laughs> but yeah, Steve McQueen is one of the best up-and-coming directors right now. So he directed 12 Years a Slave, he directed Shame, and he directed uh, Hunger, um, also starring Michael Fassbender. Just lots of uh, one-word movies and well, 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> <laughs> and numerical movies, yeah. one word and numerical. Well, there, there's two There's there's two words, a a slave, you know? All that to say, Steve McQueen is absolutely phenomenal, and you should definitely watch all of his movies. Noted. Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> Cars won. All right, so we heard a little bit from Zach. Uh, Tyler, did you talk about like your gut initial on this one? I have not. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, what's your GI on this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your gastrointestinal on this one? Uh, I got bubble gut on this one, you know? Yeah. Just like her neck. like uh, <laughs> Yeah, just like her neck. I got oh, help, that, that I got help me on my gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yelled at. We watched this movie together, and I was like, wait, who's writing help me? Like, how is she doing that? I can't do that. And they're like, it's a demon movie. But I'm like, she's not a demon. <laughs> you know, I can't. She's she, a person. She's stuck inside her the, belly. The point is you need to just suspend your belief for a bit. No, but it needs to make disbelief. sense. You know, like 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 the I demon the demon has the power, right? Maybe the demon wrote it and they just Why does the demon her? want help? I don't know. The demon seemed in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
Not maybe. Yeah. I, the I, demon I, had command of that room for <laughs> most of the movie. <laughs> are you are you an expert on on this kind of stuff? On demonology? On if if people can just write words on their skin with their when, minds when so, they're yeah. possessed I, by a you demon. You know what? I will say uh, yes. I am an expert on that, <laughs> yeah. and it's not possible. You're an expert on it when they're possessed by a demon. But they, the demon, the demons not. Do, if, How do you know if the demon did it or not? What if why the demon would, did? It? Why would the demon do it? So I don't to know. Mess, mess with them. them. Demons yeah, are irrational and weird all the time. All that crap that he, yeah, she was saying. Demons uh, do love love to mess around with uh, the electricity and the faucet. It just, it just <laughs> felt like in a in a horror demon movie, it's just such a weird uh, nit to pick. No, you know, I like, I get it, Jake. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand you. Thank you, Zach. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm not gonna stand Jake. I I don't, I, I, I I cop Zach. <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> all I need right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, my my initial reaction. I I love this movie. I think it's I think it's incredible. I think it's such a good horror film. Um, I obviously think that it's dated and, you know, it struggles from that in our modern world, uh, because I've seen horror films made in the last 40 years, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that said, I agree with you. I think there are some practical elements to this that really stood up. Obviously the pea soup is not one of them. Uh, but, uh, I thought all of the early, scenes of like stuff flying around the room and the bed and I her the bed was very impressive. And I was thinking, how did they do that in 1973? Yeah, it was very well done. Uh, and, and, and I think most notably to the point that I brought it up, I was like, I don't know how they made their breath. I don't know how they did that fog effect. I gotta be honest. I'm shocked to hear that you love this movie because we all watched this together and you laughed a lot during it. Well, yeah, I think that some of that, to be honest with you, is a defense mechanism for me with horror. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't particularly like to watch horror movies. Like that's I mean, not yeah, that like uh, horror movies. I just I thought you guys all did not like the this reason I all. wanted to watch this one together is because I didn't want to watch it by myself. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And do you for- remember Scott's experience with Zodiac? Okay. <laughs> didn't you watch it while he was driving? Well, and no, then. I was but, at oh, my but brother's right. house. You did watch some of it driving. I yeah. did watch the first half driving. I remember thinking driving. that that was insane. I watched the first half driving to my brother's house. But then got so scared. The first half, the that's like an hour and a half of the movie, though. <laughs> Zodiac did legitimately have like maybe the most bone chilling moment for me in any movie I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was like, it, it got me. Oh yeah. Which, the I'm part not... where he's in the person's house. When he's like, oh, it's in the basement. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like that was, it chilled me. It, it chilled my, like it stopped my, that sim- was my the blood. scene I had just watched. Yeah. When I came downstairs and the front door was open. That, no. that is terrifying. <laughs> I'm not like, downplaying the scene. I'm just saying Scott does not like, yeah, I already scared. don't yeah. like scary yeah. movies. And when that happened, like I legitimately was like, like, <laughs> my little niece and nephew are upstairs. Yeah. The front door is open. And we're all going to die. I just watch a murder movie. Like, Ted Cruz is in the house check right this now. House. And my brother's house has a, a basement. basement. Yeah. It doesn't, but if it would have, I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. You would have had a heart attack. Not many houses in California have a basement. <laughs> that was why it was so upsetting. I know. Uh,. Yeah, no, I, I love this. I thought it was truly, truly fantastic. I also think that, like, like I do, there's an element of horror that I do really like 
Um, and I, I like the idea that a story and the execution of a story can be so scary that it gives me a visceral reaction. I don't like that visceral reaction. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to feel it and I don't seek them out. Um, but, uh, but I think that that's really cool that, that, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that like one of the things that horror movies oftentimes really struggle with is a compelling story. And this had that, I thought it was a super compelling story. Very, very interesting, very engaging. I was hooked. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I th- I kind of thought the story was pretty underdeveloped, honestly. Mm. Like we spent, a, it, it felt very meandering for most of the movie. And then we get to the demon and then we don't really find out anything about the demon or why this happened or, and then, and then like it ends and then it, it like, oh, like I guess the demon went into him and he kills himself. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think the story was compelling, honestly. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you thought was so compelling about it. Cause I, when we watched it, I was like, where's the demon? We're an hour and a half into this movie. And this movie hasn't even started as far as I'm concerned. I mean, an hour and a half in it, we definitely had already seen the demons. Yeah. So. Cause it's I, I was only- exaggerating, <laughs> but like it, like I felt like we were so far into the movie. And I was like, when is it going to start? I do agree that the opening took a little bit to get into. And I felt like the, you could have cut everything in Iraq and just, I'm let still, this, the yeah. person be another one, but I, I, I thought it was good. I can't comprehend that you will recommend the oldest, most boring, long movies that have like the most meandering plots. And this <laughs> movie is like not cutting it for you. Mm, well, here, here's the thing. And I, I am, will be, <laughs> I, I'll admit point. that I think I'm going to be overly critical of this movie because I hate horror movies. Uh, just as a genre. But it's so old. It wasn't really that scary. It, it's not even, I just, I hate them. And I specifically, I hate demon movies, like the whole okay. thing, like, and like, like some of the things that I hate about them, honestly, I probably blame this movie for why I have to sit through them. Like, like the, the, uh, you know, <laughs> this is responsible for yeah. all the movies you hate. And like, like, you know, like I hate the gross stuff, like, like all the vomit, which I mean, I'm not saying that it was like particularly gross in the, cause it was like, it was comical because of, you know, just the way it looked. I hate that stuff. And then like, it just like, like the, all that like gross, like stuff that's, it's just in there for, I guess, shock value. And it's like, Oh, like what? what would be really shocking and upsetting? So we're just going to have just the most vile stuff that we can think of. You know, what's interesting is that the, the director and the writer, actually, they did a lot of research into like his, I'll use air quotes, like historical exorcisms that described a lot of that stuff that actually happened. Like as far as like, just like the, 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 the talk or like, like what, Mm -hmm. what stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like urinating, like, like just urinating Mm -hmm. uncontrollably. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't think I would want to watch. I don't think I would want to watch an exorcism. Yeah, honestly, sure, sure. Like, I mean that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think I'm over. I'll be over. I will be prone to be overly critical of this because, like, I there's like a subgenre of horror that I like, uh, but yeah. I this is the exact falls smack dab in the I hate this. I hate watching. What what's that sub uh that subgenre that you do enjoy? I like 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 the older like the like the like the good the bad. Oh, yeah, maybe like gothic. Young Frankenstein. It was I, horrific to me. That's not <laughs> All right, I'm st- I'm stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um I like 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 the older like I don't know, like I guess you can maybe like gothic horror. That okay. one of the reasons I like Young Frankenstein. I think it's like a fun setting and it's kind of goofy. 
or and then like even when it's not kind of goofy like like Frankenstein the the novel I yeah. really like um I try to download an audiobook like like a like a spooky audiobook for October every month every year so like this year I'm gonna listen to Dracula I've never listened mm-hmm. to it and I'm really looking forward to it like I like that kind of thing yeah um but not this kind of thing did you have you ever seen Bella Lugosi's Dracula no okay I feel like it's up your alley interesting I I uh, have kind of come to accept that um, I have a really hard time with old movies, older movies that I just, I, I find them really hard for me to engage with. And more often than not, just I'm so bored by a lot of old movies. Mm-hmm. So I was just very impressed that this movie didn't bore me. Yeah. Like there were parts that I felt like were a little slow. And I agree with you. I think that Iraq part at the the beginning was way too drawn out. Oh, it's funny because yeah. it, in the book, that's like four pages long. That like, was like it was. It was, oh, it was I was just gonna say it was much more concise than in the movie, but it it dragged in the movie. Yeah, if you would have told me that this movie started with like a fifteen minute knockoff Indiana Jones sequence, yeah, <laughs> never would have believed. You. I had major indie vibes from the yeah. first fifteen. Yeah, I that's how I felt when I was reading the book. Except I didn't have to stay with it for as long as we did. Um, but yeah, overall, like I was, I was very interested in the story. I was engaged with it. Um, yeah, that's interesting to me. Like, I I didn't think that we had to wait too long for the demon to kind of, to enter into the story. I don't think the demon entered in the story till halfway through, probably. No, like 30 minutes in, probably. No, it was a a little, I mean, it was a little bit. I would have guessed 45. How long is the movie? Two, over two over hours. Two hours. I, don't, I think it was at least an hour in. I, I don't know. Like we, I don't We should go so. check, but it felt, it felt like we had been It was it. at the dinner party. Yeah. I, felt like I don't think that was halfway through. I felt like it was. I don't know. We'll, we'll I, look it I up. don't think so. I really don't think so. We'll post it on an Instagram or something. In a photo dump. So, Jake, yeah. having, like, very clearly you don't like these kind of movies, Like, but what what were your thoughts on, on this one? Like, like, I think that this one... I didn't, it, it, I don't know. Like I don't enjoy watching those kinds of movies today. And I think like it was easier to watch. Like it was more palatable because it was old, you Mm -hmm. know? And so like if, if we're saying that the, uh, if we're saying that the dinner party was the first appearance of the demon, which I would say it is, that was at 37 minutes. Hmm. Yeah. That's still a long time in for a demon movie. <laughs> oh, but, but then also like like that that's, happens. That's just the, that's that's not even the first act. It's like twenty five. But that happens, and then like we don't like. There's not much demon stuff that happens in between. Like like we're like we're like watching the priest's mom die, and we're watching everything else, and then like fifteen minutes later, we get back to a minor demon thing, or they're like they're like scaring the crazy out of her, or torturing the crazy out of her in the hospital. You know, like so it's like it feels like it doesn't. <laughs> torturing the crazy yeah. out of her. Like, like it, it feels like it really doesn't really, really start until much later, until she's strapped yeah. down to her bed. I guess know? actually, technically, we hear the we we experience the demon a lot earlier than that. Uh, with the Ouija board and the sounds that she's hearing, and that's in the first, well, like fifteen he, minutes uh, of the movie. Technically, the sounds you, that is probably the opening of the movie. It you is kind of well, experience no. them with the Iraq scene. <laughs> oh yeah, the Iraq scene. Sorry, <laughs> the Iraq scene. Yeah, the Iraq scene's the opening. I just I blocked it out already. We watched this movie an hour ago. I blocked it out. The that Iraq scene. Yeah, I I I just feel like I completely disagree with everything you just said. Like I felt I feel like it was well paid. I mean, it, it did feel slower, but I just take into account like it's an older movie, and older movies are slower. Like there were some things about it that I didn't love, but I just 
it, it's just because it was an older movie. Some of the mm-hmm. dialogue felt a little clunky or I just didn't really like. Yep. But it just sounded like old movie dialogue. Totally. You know, like if I attribute that to this, I have to attribute it to all, all the other older movies. But overall, I felt like it, it was well paced and I felt like all those things that maybe like like the bits of the story that didn't involve the demon felt still like important to the story, like the stuff with his mom. Mm-hmm. In what way? Because that's like what the demon uses to get to Karis. Right. Sure, but like, couldn't that have been five minutes? That's all it was. I think it re- I feel like it was some longer scenes where like he goes and visits his mom, and that was that was several minutes scene, uh, and then he visits her in the hospital, and that was a couple minutes scene. Uh, and then, you know, he's dealing with the, he's dealing with the death of his mom on his own, you know. Yeah, and, and then that, like, kind of is, uh, is what's the word I'm looking for? Contributing to, I, I think, contributing to him really struggling with, like, have I truly, like, lost my faith? Like, do I even believe in, in, in what I profess to believe anymore, you know? Which I felt like was kind of an important part of the story, you know, like someone made the joke that like he walks in and he sees her. Uh, so while we were watching the movie, one of you guys made the joke, like, how do you not, like, how can you not tell that that's like a demon possessed girl? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I think part of the story is like, he's trying to convince himself that it's not because he like, he doesn't believe anymore. You know, like I felt like it all kind of like contributes. Mm-hmm. All right. I think you might have talked to me about that, oh, okay. that a little bit. I think my struggle with some of the older movies, because uh, I think I struggle with very similar things with the older movies. Yeah. I think one of the things that gets me too is the soundtracks typically. Like the music's not typically as as good from in my experience, and it doesn't like connect me emotionally with the story. Um, I feel like if this would have had, I know it it got like nominated for sound mixing. It's a pretty iconic theme. Yeah. I I'm, I know it is, but I think it could have been better. Or, or I'm sorry, I, I might have missed what you said. I was I was trying to count minutes of runtime. Um, were you saying that you don't think that that horror films have particularly good scores? Old films, old, old films, old movies. I was gonna say I think that's like the thing about scary no, movies it, is the it score is, typically. <laughs> yeah, and um. I think this is one of the better older movies that we've done and seen. Like, I actually really liked this a lot for the, what it is. Because I'm actually similar to you, Jake. I hate these kinds of movies. I hate horror movies. I don't, especially things that get into the demonic. Um, and the only reason that I was willing to watch this because I knew it was from a long time ago and I knew <laughs> it would be dated. If this would have came out eight years ago and you guys recommended it, I would have been like, no, I'm out for you that episode. It. Yeah. But it's like... It, 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 I, I get what you're saying, and I think I agree that it did make it more palatable, but it, it's still just like a version of a thing that I hate, you know? Sure. Just like a, an easier to swallow version of a thing that I don't like. I think uh, one of the scenes that, like, because there were legitimately scenes, because you said earlier that you use like laughing as like a mechanism, um, Tyler, to... Uh, it's like a coping mechanism. Safety. Yeah, like there were scenes yeah. where like I purposefully didn't look at what we were supposed to be looking at just because I didn't want to see what it was supposed to be doing. And this is an old movie that I knew was fake and like it was <laughs> right. It was not like well done to today's standards, but it still got me. And the, and like the, even like the little flashing scenes. Of, oh yeah. Like the, the first time it happened, I was like, Oh my God, why? Like, why? <laughs> like when it shows the why? demon's face. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why am I here? Why am I, why are we watching this? <laughs> like, I'm going to have a dream about that. Tonight, and I hate it. Fun fact. 
the original teaser trailer for this movie was just flashing images of that demon's face. That's the worst. And a that lot of theaters banned so it because they said it was too frightening. Yeah, I don't even like trailers for scary movies. Like when I'm in a movie theater and a trailer for a scary movie comes on, I'm like, honestly, I agree. I think that I think that you should have to opt into scary movie trailers on Hulu. Like, so, well, typically they're only in scary movies. No, like, but like when you're watching like Hulu or whatever, uh-huh. and then like, like, oh, I, I've seen like the trailer for the Candyman like ten times. I'm like, I don't want to watch this, you know. So, am I the only one here that like genuinely like really loves horror movies? Well, I like them way more than these guys are. It's like a love hate kind of. Yeah, like I don't. I I typically don't seek it out. I need to be invited by someone. I, I feel like we've watched them together. Yeah, we? yeah, we have, yeah. but. I need to be invited <laughs> yeah. to, to see them. Uh, I'll never forget uh, watching because um, I have I've have had uh, throughout the years a lot of friends that love horror. And uh, and so I'll never forget, though, uh, going to see Insidious in theaters, mm. which oh, is a big no for me, dog. It is one of the best scores in a horror film ever. Like it just, Oh my gosh, I was on pins and needles the whole time. And I will say the, the one, like for someone who doesn't love horror movies, the one redeeming thing about it is that the, when they, when you finally see the, the demon or whatever, it is so laughable. It's a joke. I just watched, I I watched insidious in theaters as well. I like friends invited me, Yeah, but I, my girlfriend loves horror movies. So I just watched insidious a couple weeks ago. And honestly, I was like, this feels like, it felt as laughable to me as this movie. Yeah. Like oh, totally. It, totally. Which was shocking. It like, was such a miss on there. But I drove home that night constantly checking my re- rear view mirror, expecting to see that thing in my rear view that's mirror. That's funny because like, I always thought Insidious was kind of scary. Oh, like, the whole I, movie is so scary. It's, scared that, oh, it's it, just that when you finally the see the face of the demon and he's got the hooves and everything, it was just I so kinda, bad. I kind of liked it. He was like, he was like sharpening his claws on a grindstone. I don't remember so much about it. Oh, I just watched it a couple weeks yeah. ago. Uh, but like the, the other stuff didn't scare me either. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I again, I didn't enjoy it, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I uh, all that to say, I have a very much a love hate relationship. There are a few scary movies that I've seen that I absolutely loved. I I hated watching them, but I loved watching it at the same time. I thought in more like recent years, I thought that uh, the right with Anthony Hopkins was mm. fantastic. I remember you saying that I've, it was good. I never watched it, but I I want to. Very funny story about the right. So same person that I saw uh, Insidious with, I saw The Right with in theaters, and it was comfortable. And uh, I didn't know who Anthony Hopkins was at the time. I was in middle school. Um, And I saw in the credits Anthony Hopkins, and I thought it was the younger guy. And the younger guy looked just like my cousin Tommy. Uh And so I walk out of the theater. I'm like, wow, Anthony Hopkins looks just like my cousin Tommy. (laughs) And, you know, that's not him. Uh, he's like like a what was he like in his 60s or 70s when that movie came out oh yeah gotta be in his 70s which uh yeah that's my funny the right story it took me a really long time to remember what that movie was because for some reason i thought danny radcliffe was in it i was like what movie was danny radcliffe and anthony hopkins in because uh like he does i mean he has blue eyes like um, like daniel radcliffe like he has similar features similar and, and i mean i was you know 12 yeah um at the time and I didn't I hadn't I wasn't allowed to read or watch Harry Potter at that time so I not really watched it I just kind of seen it um but yeah I that, also uh, thought uh if you haven't seen it yet as above so below 
terrified yes. me to my core. I loved is it. Is that the Dante's Inferno one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. They, they go in the catacombs below Paris and just go through the Dante. They go through the circles of hell, basically. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's a pretty freaky one. It is, a, it is an intense movie, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, I can only watch horror movies if they are older. Yeah. I watched, uh, I mean, I got freaked out by The Mummy as a kid. <laughs> uh, the the legitimately, like, the worst horror movie I watched, like, when it came out. I watched The Ring when it came out. And oh, that yeah. legitimately, like, ruined my year. <laughs> Your entire <laughs> <My> year. year. <laughs> like, I don't remember how old I was. was just a bad yeah, year. I don't remember how old. I, it was young teens. I'm really impressed that you just remember when The Ring came out off the top of your head. I took a guess. I don't know if that's true, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's 2003. It sounds about right. And I that, was either young or mid-teens, and, yeah. like... I had nightmares. I didn't want to go anywhere in the dark. Like, it was like the worst. I was like, why do I put myself through this stuff? It was 2002, by the way. So, oh, pretty much nailed so it. So close. But yeah, I watched that one when it came out, and I legitimately covered my face with a pillow multiple times. So, does this mean that you're not going to be able to watch The Conjuring when I nominate it next year? I will leave the podcast. <laughs> so Honestly, Scott, stop with this. I'm. No. Really? I thought The Conjuring was pretty scary. I, I don't know what happened to me recently. I still hate I horror like movies, you, but they do you, not you scare me. You talk about how I'll much do you it hate this, but I then you're it. also just like, oh, these ones are not that No, bad, I don't. Actually. I hate them, but if something happened to me recently, and I don't know, maybe it's because my girlfriend's made me watch a ton of them. They just they don't bother me. What's, they don't scare me. What's but, been the scariest one? Oh my gosh. The uh, one that's affected you the most. Um, what's the one with Ethan Hawke in it, and he moves to a house? Sinister? Sinister. That one got you? That one got me the, the most. I was like, why did you make me watch this? I'm, I'm You know what's funny? I heard this on a different podcast that uh, the a group of, I don't know, I guess scientists got together and somehow came up with some way to like uh, uh, quantify, qualify? Quantify. Quantify like what is the scariest movie and Sinister was like objectively the scariest movie ever made. Really? And then The Exorcist was the one after it. But I remember I brought that up to someone. I don't remember who it was now. I brought that up to someone, and they were like, oh, really? Sinister sucked. Sinister, like, it was it was disturbing, and I felt gross after I watched really? it. And I feel like I feel gross after I watch a lot of horror movies, where I'm mm-hmm. like, let me watch something else. Like, I feel like I have to watch something a else. A palate cleanser. Uplift yeah. it. Uplift your spirits. Did you ever watch um, uh, The Haunting of Hill House with your girlfriend? No. I haven't. I love that show. That's my favorite, I think. It's a show. It's not a movie, but my favorite like hor- piece of horror entertainment that's come out in the last few years. Wow. I really love it. Every once in a while, I come home, and Tyler's watching a scary movie, and I just go straight upstairs. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah, glance yeah, I'll, over. I'll tell him right away. Like, he'll walk in, I'll be like, because sometimes he'll stop and, like, watch what I'm watching, and, like, he'll walk in, I'll be like, this isn't for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, good night. <laughs> it's like he's a kid, and you're the parent, and you're like, not, no, not not for kids. Yeah. Time, time <laughs> for Upstairs. Memes. Not not for Scots. Go to bed now. Yeah, like, one time I, I just, like, walked in, and I looked at the TV, and there was, like, these two twins and they're like they got like demonic looking faces. It was a show, I think. Oh. And it I was like, yeah, no, I'm out. You know what legitimately uh bothers me? Just speaking of horror Twins. movies. Oh, that no, was I, uh, I I just want to say real quick. That was uh cuz I want to recommend this. That was uh Lovecraft Country. Fantastic show on HBO that uh draws in 
one of the most prolific horror authors of all time, H.P. Lovecraft. It, it paints a world around his writing and around him as a person. Fantastic movie. Carry on. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, as far as, like, horror images bothering me, like, you know what ruins my day is when I'm scrolling through Netflix and then, like, hey, popular Netflix, American Horror Story. It's like a snake coming out of somebody's mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> why did you make me look like, I feel like I should have to opt in for that, you know? <laughs> or, like, like the, the Ratched show uh, that they did about yeah. Nurse Ratched from One Flew Just with that, what actress's face? No, like, they have, like, some different <laughs> images because, like, they're, like, doing weird things now where they're not, like, they're picking weird frames for the, the yeah, thumbnail on and it's it. like not the actual like yeah and and i'm like oh why why am i looking at i'm just trying to like get to peaky blinders or like whatever and i gotta look at this jake just wants to see frozen you know honestly yeah i would take frozen over any horror (laughs) any modern day horror movie it's just like netflix uh hulu everybody get it together don't make me look at it by the way i haven't seen frozen so if you guys want to nominate that we can I, I don't, but I do want to hear more about like what you thought about this movie, Scott, because I, I don't think we got the full scope of it yet. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was really good. Like I tried to go into it with the lens of 1973. And from that, like I thought like this accomplished everything it tried to do. It's practical effects. I thought were really good. Uh, the practical effects that weren't as good, I think would have been great at the time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I thought it executed well in everything it was trying to doing. I was really Im- impressed by how much it did stand up. Um, I didn't, I was like caught in it. And I think that's why I struggle with horror movies is I get caught in the stories too much. Mm-hmm. I connect too much with it. And I, I'm myself, I become horrified like of when gotcha. I'm watching these things. Yeah. Um, and so, and the same thing happened with this one. Like I, was caught in the story. I didn't once think about anyone's acting aside from uh, Reagan's character, who I just thought did phenomenal. Like yeah. it was, I thought she did really good. It was in a positive way that I thought about her acting. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, for a horror movie that is in a genre I really don't like, I thought yeah. it was really good. I think one thing that I liked more about the movie than the book is that the detective is barely in the movie. Cause he, I don't know how what you guys felt about him, but I thought he was just such a goofy character. Oh yeah, yeah. The, he was hated the, him. Probably the goofiest shot maybe I've ever seen in a movie. When she opens up the door, yeah, it's just, it's just his <laughs> stupid face. Yeah, but he's a goofy character in the book too. Uh-huh. But his interactions just, were the worst. It, but in yeah, and like even in the book too, like it was it was all it was actually a really good like representation of him from the book because he's a really weird goofy character in the book too. But he's just in it so much more, and mm. he like he, like that conversation he has with the main priest, with Karis, so, yeah, yeah. And where he he just like didn't want to be there. He's like, what yeah. do you what do you know about? He was asking him about whatever uh, the the, the occult or yeah, the witchcraft, occult. yeah. And he's like, oh, I did a paper on it, and he's like, yeah, I know, I read it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing here, man? Yeah, I'm really happy that he really was yeah. not in this movie very much. Just like um, says stuff to him and like starts walking away. Yeah, and they're in the middle of a conversation. He's like, "Am I following you now?" And yeah. the, and then runs up to him and he's like, "Do you love movies? I love movies. We should go to the movies together." And I love to talk about cinema. And it was just like, "What is? Who, who are you, man?" Which is straight from the book. Like e- even as I'm reading, I'm just like, "What is going on? Like what is <laughs> what is up with this detective? Like it's so weird." I will say too, I, I I kind of agree with Jake that it was a little too long. I think they could have cut a half hour of this movie. And I it think, yeah. Better. No, I a uh, half hour? I think so. Oh, that's a lot. I don't think they could have cut a I half hour. I think they could have shaved a little bit of time yeah. off. I yeah. think the first 
15 to 20 of Iraq could have all got cut out. I don't think it was 20 minutes long. It's it's a 10 minute scene. It's a 10 also, minute. I have a question. <laughs> so all of it plus more. <laughs> all of it plus the extra stuff that they shot, get rid of it. Burn the film. Uh, I Just one thing to call out. Uh, that medallion that he uncovered in Iraq, did it say Joseph on it? It, I looked at it and it looked like it just said Joseph in English. I didn't notice, but I know uh, you kept. Talking it looked about like it. it said Joseph. I think it. Wasn't, I thought it was though. a saint, like a saint medallion. But why wouldn't it? Why would it be written in English characters in Iran, ancient Iran? It was super weird to me. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't thought know. the demon's I'm name sorry. was going to be Joseph. Nineveh. That's where yeah. it was. Nineveh. Uh, the demon's name was Pazuzu. They didn't say it in the movie, but. They say it in yeah. I feel like we didn't in get other movies because there's like five sequels of this movie. Yeah, I mean that that's one thing that that uh like old. Gen- I mean, I I think our generation does it yeah. as well. But like old generate, like they do not know when to quit. Like this made yeah. four hundred million dollars. Like okay, well that calls for five more movies. Yeah, I mean I won't spoil which one we're doing, but one of the upcoming movies we're doing for Spooktober, the same thing happened. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll oh, talk yeah. about it then. I don't want to. I've done it before, so I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh huh. But uh, one thing that I, I really liked about this movie um, is, is so many horror movies have just so s- such stupid characters. You know, characters that just do the dumbest things. Oh, totally. And will make decisions that make absolutely no sense. And I like that this movie didn't do that. Like, yeah. I thought that these characters were smart. Everyone were, was logical. Yeah, smart, normal people. Yeah, and you know what? I think I didn't realize that, but I think what really speaks to it is that I wasn't I wasn't thinking about what they were doing. Yeah. Which is what I'm like, I was like, why, why do you do that? You know? Yeah. But I didn't, I don't think I had that thought even one time, mm-hmm. except for when all the doctors were like, Hey, do you want to get an exorcism? I just thought that was a funny scene. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that didn't bother me. The only, I didn't bother me. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was illogical was the, after that first experience of trying to exercise the demon and then leaving. And then the one priest goes in by himself. Okay. Oh, I was like, no, the older one, the Iraq one. Oh. No. Mm-mm. Really? Why? At that point, I would have had like three or four other people with me. I think because he's like a seasoned exorcist. Like, he's just like, I know what I'm doing. I don't like, think he's I think a think seasoned he had done it exorcist. Before. I think he did it one time. And it took him two months. That was his first one? Yeah. So I, they were I like, he had done it. Because do you more. remember? All he said Karis was he had done it before and it took him a month and it almost killed him. Do you remember what Kara said was like, the, this just doesn't happen anymore? Like, we yeah. don't do them. And then they said, oh, we need somebody with experience. And they said, what about him? He's done one before. And it took they, him a they month. They specifically said only one. I, like, I don't know. Like they, they didn't say, oh, he's only done one. But I think what they said was he's done one before. It took him a month and it nearly yeah. killed him. Maybe it just the way that he like the way that Max von Sydow played that character. It, I, I like got from that character that like this guy knows what he's doing. Like he didn't waste any time. He shows it like to me, it seemed very like procedural and like, like he, he knew exactly what he was doing. He walked in he said like, let's go see her now. Karis is like, do you want her case report? And he's like, why would I need it? Goes straight up. So either he like knows exactly what he's doing or he is just ignorant and dumb, you know, so this, I just think the he, way that he played it. Yeah. Made it seem like he's just, this is, you know, what he does. I, I think he had done one before and he got like a false sense of security. Like he knew how to do them now. Yeah. And so that like played into his ultimate demise. Could but, be. Yeah. yeah. what did you guys think of the ending of this movie? Um, I already knew that that's how it ended. So oh, it really? wasn't surprising to me, but um, 
I could see how that would have been an interesting like ending. It felt a bit abrupt to me. Like yeah. <clears throat> a bit like I don't know. Because I feel like when you watch these, like they and, and not that the plot ever makes any sense in in these movies, but it, it feels like they did a bunch of stuff to earn it. And then they figured out, oh, we figured out his name or whatever it was. But he was just like, Hey, come into me. And then I'm gonna kill myself. It, it, it felt a bit abrupt, a bit unearned, but it didn't I don't know, it didn't bother me that yeah. much. Also, I feel like the little girl would have had way more bruises on her face after he was just wailing. I feel on like her, her face w- would have been gone. Like, did you see like all the cuts and everything she had going on? Where like and her face it was just, just seemed like just decay. Yeah, like her too. face was like it looked like her face was falling off. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then and then she was pretty good. Well, yeah. That. Plus, at the end, this trained boxer was beating up on her like while she was <laughs> on the ground. Like she would have had a broken nose, broken cheekbones, like probably missing teeth, like. She would have been messed up, but I mean, we don't know how much time passed. That's true. I, I just mean, feel like some of that damage is uh, unrecoverable without marks, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. I and mean, she still had bruising at the, in the final scene, but she didn't have any scarring. No, I really like the ending. Uh, I mean, I, I see what you mean. It does feel a little abrupt, I think, um, but I feel like it would have been better than had they just exercised the demon, you know? Like, I, f- I, I felt like it was a, a creative way to end this uh, without feeling anticlimactic, you know? Because I feel like if, if uh, Marin just showed up and he just he just Exercised the demon, yeah. Yeah, and it'd kind of be like, oh, like, that's it? Like... Yeah, but here's my question, because, like, I, I don't know why the demon came around, and I don't know what happened, but, like, he killed himself. He didn't kill the demon. Like, wh- how is that even really a solution? You know, like, what's to stop the demon from just being like, I'm going back? He was just trying to save the girl. But what's yeah. to stop the demon after he's dead from just being like, okay, I'll I go back know, to man. the girl. Like, we're you know? back to, like, dude, just, Demonology. it's a demon movie, man. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah, like, it's, it's a horror so movie. Like, like, like to I me, I was like, thinking oh. thinking too much about it, 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 it didn't, like, to me, I was like, oh, it doesn't really, that's not really a solution. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe Pazuzu dies because of he dies because Karen dies. I don't, yeah, I just I don't, I don't think that there was a lot like it wasn't Plus, super developed. There's like you know? five sequels, so maybe the next one explains what happens. Well, and I think that's true, but I mean, it should be contained. You could you could argue that there's some kind of demonology where like it has to live in some kind of a being, like like a host. Of, like, yeah, like the story of Legion yeah. in in the Bible, where it, like he's. Like they beg Jesus not to just exercise yeah. them, but like, please just let us go into these so animals. Here's an interesting theory that I, I read online is that uh, Pazuzu goes into uh, goes into Reagan just to eventually get to Karis because uh, she says, um, or I'm, I, I don't remember who says it, but someone says fine day for an exorcism. I think she, she says it. She says mm-hmm. it. And he says like, you'd like that, wouldn't you? And then um, she says something along the lines of like. Uh, to bring we, us together. Yeah, to bring us together. And then he says, what, you and Reagan? And she says, no, you and you, or us and you and us uh-huh. is what she says. And so the theory is that like, this is Pazuzu trying to get to Karis. So maybe Pazuzu is just trying to kill Karis. And once he does that, he doesn't need Reagan anymore. Goes somewhere else, possesses someone else. It's, I mean, that's an interesting theory, but I mean, I feel like that more plays into why I feel like it was a bit underdeveloped. Where else? I, I don't know. 
you know? Yeah, but I mean, that's, I, I feel like most good movies leave something to mystery. You know but what I mean? this like, left everything to mystery. It, I don't it, it, think it, it, it gave us next to nothing. I don't, as far I, as like motives or like what happened, why it happened, and then how this was a solution. So you wanted the demons motives? I just, no, I just like 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 why why did it happen to these people? Uh, how like how is what he did? How did that fix anything? You just like, need a lot more exposition. Just any amount of exposition for like why any of this was happening. <laughs> I, all right, fair enough. Uh, fair yeah. enough. I didn't. None of that bothered I, me at I all. Thought, I, thought I was, was I was perfectly content with the amount we got. Yeah. Well, didn't we see like that little like thing from Iraq like on the floor? No, I think that was a little sculpture that she had made, like a little animal oh. sculpture. Oh, okay. Because then they walk in and he sees the turtles made out of the same stuff. And he's like, oh, your daughter make these? The detective. Yeah, Got yeah. It. The detective, what the detective found at the foot of the steps, I think was whatever the director, I forget his name. What was his name? Whatever. It doesn't Friedkin? matter. Yeah. The guy that was harassing the German guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think he had just picked it up and was like in her room, had picked it up and then she broke his neck and threw him out. And so it was just, that was just the detective tying it back to the house, Mm -hmm. tying his death back to the house. Um, But no, I think that actually the medallion is like some of that connection. Mm -hmm. But I thought the medallion came off of uh, the... The, the Italian, what's, what's the guy? I forgot all the priest names. Uh, the main Marin? Marin. No, I oh, thought it Karis? came off Karis. Karis. I don't yeah, remember. She grabbed it off of Karis's necklace. Yeah, so I don't think that that, because so that's a little bit, I it's close, but no. Uh, Karis has a St. Christopher medallion. The one in, uh, the one in, that comes from Iraq is a St. Joseph medallion. So sh- that, because I, I, I saw her rip a medallion off of Kira, Karen. Yeah. Karis. But that's not the one that they were looking at later. From Iraq. Okay. I don't know. I'm not I sure. was confused. I didn't know where the medallion went. Because then uh, the thing that I thought was the medallion from Iraq was just holding his pills. So I was like, what happened to that thing? No, that was different too. Yeah, yeah it, it was. I But like yeah. when I saw it before, I was like, oh, is that what that was? And then I was like, oh, no, that just has his pills. So I don't even know what happened to that. I think to get back to the exposition thing or, or the motive thing, like I, I, I don't think I assume that supernatural entities are operating under human logic. And so I think when a demon possesses someone, like I'm not questioning like why, why did they possess that person? Like it's just, ah, they just possess someone, you know? Yeah. But uh, well, we, we, we've talked it already. <laughs> yeah. Just agree to disagree. I think it's, uh, it's time to start wrapping this one up. Wrap it up. I had no favorite parts. Actually, that, that's not true. My favorite part was the detective's face. In the <laughs> opening up, yeah. opening up the door. Yeah, that was a good part. I think my favorite part or favorite scene or favorite line, I, I think really was the, um, it was it was the actual exorcism. I thought all of that was just, I, I was so invested in everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. The exorcism was like a little bit weird for me because like it was crazy and a lot of stuff was happening. And then it just ground to a halt. It really it, did. Yeah. Power of Christ compels you for you way know, too long. A minute. minute. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, how many of these are we going to watch? Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, that was a weird. I, I commented. I was like, those are weird climax. But then it turned out not to be the climax. It was mm-hmm. just like a um, halted action kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Karis ends up like going back in. And that was when she was like the demon was like emulating his mother or whatever. 
Uh, and then it like rises all over again. Mm-hmm. And then I got to be honest with you. I like all of this was, I thought all of it was really good and everything like that. Um, and, and I was probably, you know, a little prone to be scared at a few different points. The most bone chilling moment in the entire movie was when Karis walks back in and Marin is dead on the floor. And the girl is just like, like, hunched at the like foot watching. of the bed just watching and then starts that, to giggle yeah that was literally bone chilling mm. you know what shot i think bothered me the most and i think it was it was on for like half of a second but he walks in alone when he walks in alone and then it flashes and it's and it's his mom and it looks all weird oh yeah that, like i was like oh that bothered me and then, <laughs> and then it went away thank goodness i um, i loved some of those quick cuts yeah. and i loved that like the the quick shots of that white face demon that no. we kept seeing mm-hmm. oh man i really liked it and i really liked the shot when it shows reagan in the bed but that like really harsh lighting in the fog and then you see that the pazuzu statue mm-hmm. kind of come out of nowhere and and then go away really quickly i really like i thought this was shot really well yeah like there's a lot of good. really cool shots yeah that that really stood up like yeah. hold up over time yeah Totally. I, I think I'm right there with you, Tyler. My my favorite part of the movie was by far the exorcism. I was like fixated during that part. Um, but I, I think the the part I remember thinking, because I didn't think this movie was really all that scary, but I remember the part that creeped me out. Like the first time I felt genuinely creeped out by this movie was when um, they're listening to recordings of the demon talking and the guy's like, that's English. It's just backwards. Reverse it. The, the part that we use for our audio bit. And then you could hear that, like that recording of it reversed. That really creeped me out. Mm-hmm. That was the first time where I, I felt affected by this movie. That one didn't get me as much, mostly because I'd seen parodies of that, and so it was just like I knew it was coming and all that kind of stuff. But, anyways, Zach, you're gonna go first. Um, I'm gonna give this movie. Uh, I keep forgetting that we're like doing. Things I believe now, in you. You know, uh, I'll give it eight point three. Paul Rudd's again, <laughs> Jake. Uh, I'm gonna give it a six point eight. Pea stains on the rug. Six point eight. Jeez, man. Uh, and I'm gonna give this an eight point nine. Uh, medallions that may or may not be Saint Joseph. And I'm gonna give this uh seven point nine. Full rotations of the neck. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, oh, wait, Tyler, which one? Did, what did you give it? I didn't type yours in. 8.9. 8.9, yeah. All right, my, uh, hold on. One one moment, please. So want to talk about the servers again? This no. Comes, <laughs> <laughs> this, no, this comes out to a 77%. Uh, just a reminder, the other guys gave this 83%. IMDb gave it an 8. And this is a 77% on uh, RP, which makes this be movie number 39 out of 71. 39 out of 71. I, I, I don't think that's right, Scott. Oh, 78%. Yeah. It said 77 a second ago. It was because my score didn't get inputted for whatever reason. Oh, I hit it twice. Yeah, it just didn't go in for whatever reason. So right, 78. A lot of 78. issues with the sheets today. So 78. That, that so bumped it up four more spots. It's now 35. Oh, wow. Ex- pretty much exactly in the halfway point. We should rank the Spooktober picks. Are you able to do that real quick, or is that a little too quick Quick on the feet? Well, maybe we do it at the end when we have 
after we're, we're done eight. with all of Spooktober. I mean, we have eight this movies is, then. Uh, this is number two in Spooktober behind The Shining. Two. I figured that, yeah. Uh, is it, oh, Child's Play for sure is dead last. Oh, yeah, it's our lowest movie. And then I would think done. Young Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein is probably, and then Halloween. Then Halloween, yep. yeah. That's it. Got it. Cool. Well, uh, what are we doing next week then? Have well, we decided yet? We are. It's Scott's movie. Oh, we're going to do mine next? Yeah. Uh, well, next week we are doing a not quite horror movie. Uh, it's it a, is. You would consider it a horror movie? Yeah. Really? It's uh, a space horror. Space horror. Oh, gosh. I thought Scott was doing a different. I thought Scott had a different pick. Oh, uh, we're watching <laughs> Alien. Yeah. The original. What did you think Scott was doing? Oh, am I, am I going to spoil? The yeah, go for no, it. No, uh, I thought he was no, no, talking no, about. No, 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 no. Don't, no? don't spoil it. Okay. Oh, you thought his pick was Tyler's pick. Yes. Got it. Got oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're doing what? Much spook. All right. <laughs> okay. Very oct. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not oct. <laughs> not oct. Oct is out, baby. Uh, no oct. We're watching Alien. Yeah, Alien. I'm excited for it. All right. I'm not, but you know. You know, I heard somebody one time say Alien was a perfect movie. And so I'm kind of looking forward to it. And I, I was shocked to was hear it. Was it JP? Uh, no, it was it was somebody on the internet. But I was like, wow, wow. that's a crazy thing to hear. Wow. Yeah, I'm not ex- I'm not expecting that. Is this our first Ridley Scott movie? It is. Wow, that's kind of... Depressing. I, you know, I'm not a huge Ridley Scott fan, I will be honest. But it, it's surprising. I figured we would have gotten to him much earlier than this. I will say I'm not a huge Ridley Scott fan, but there are he has done much better movies. But than has he Alien. done any bigger movies? Yeah. What What's bigger than Alien? Black Hawk Down and Gladiator. You think those are bigger than Alien? Gladiator, yes. maybe. Really? No, yes. I disagree. I think Alien is more iconic than both those movies. I think the Alien as a franchise is. I think even just the movie itself. No, I think so. No chance. Then Black Hawk Down? Yeah. I, uh, I don't think Black Hawk Down's that highly, like... Yeah. That's a, a, a shocking amount of people in that movie. Maybe though. Gladiator. Maybe, because that's a... That was a I think Gladiator's movie. higher. And Gladiator, if we hadn't all already seen it, I, I know... I would have already I love it. Gladiator. I know Scott would have yeah. picked it. That's but got some that would have been my very energy. first pick. Yeah. <laughs> like, as far as, like, movies that I feel like are, like, well-known, like, culturally relevant, I just... I feel like Alien would be higher than Gladiator, but... Gladiator's probably in my top five all time. Wow. Yeah, it's it's just in so many people's top movies of all time. Does like, that top the underpants I'm not saying it's not collection? a better. Gladiator is in the underpants collection, it? and it's probably one of my most watched movies. I would put that wow. in the 50 to 75 times. Did I've, I ever I've tell you it. that I didn't like it? That's fine. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to. I think you said you liked Gladiator when we watched The Patriot. You're like, oh. or this No, no, no. He just part. said it was better. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, I was very young when I watched it, and I haven't watched it since. It doesn't, it doesn't bother do me. It. When it's a good people, movie. Do you remember any parts of it? Yeah. Okay. I do, but not a lot. It's it's fine. Maybe uh, in like 18 years when we're out of movies, yeah. we can go start watching ones that we've already <laughs> all seen. Yeah. Like, oh, At ones least we don't 15 remember. years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all so right. In well, 2039, we'll do Gladiator. Yeah. Well, Jake, before we get out of here, do you have any final thoughts about horror movies? Stop making them. (laughs) 